and welcome to our podcast Inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. In episode 43, we introduced central procurement with SAP S4HANA. Tune in if you want to know the concept and what you can expect from it in theory. Now, in this episode, we switch perspectives and look at the reality. So please welcome David Walsh from OMB, who talks about their vision, approach, and ongoing projects to implement central procurement in their landscape, clear and unfiltered from customer to customers. On my side, I brought the expert from last episode, Peter Paschert from SAP. Peter, as you know, we always start with an icebreaker. So I love dogs. And how is your greyhound Emma doing? Yeah, thanks, Katharina. She, she's doing very fine. So. Uh, we just came back from a vacation uh, to the Baltic Sea, and um, you need to know she's not a regular greyhound. She's actually an Italian greyhound, and these can be very cheeky bastards. So, yeah, she's proud and independent and, and very clever indeed. Great to have you again for this podcast, Peter. And it's actually you who suggested to invite David to this podcast episode. So also warm welcome to David. Um, would you also tell us a bit about you? Maybe a fun fact that not even your colleagues might know, like um, Peter told us about his dog. Sure. Uh, so first of all, hello from my side. And thank you very much for having me on the podcast today. My name is David Walsh. I'm uh, originally from Ireland, but I've been based in Vienna for the last three years. At OMV, I'm responsible for the global procurement processes, uh, and I've been also leading the OMV S4HANA procurement stream for the last two and a half years. Uh, a fun fact about me, I think I'm the only person in my team who can speak the Irish language. That sounds good, and we can already hear your accent. <laughs> Um, so uh, let's let's get a get a bit into business. So David, um, could you tell us who is OMV? OMV is a global energy and chemicals company headquartered here in Vienna, Austria, where Austria's largest listed industrial company with sales of over 36 billion uh, and over 22,000 employees globally. Important to understand for today's discussion is that OMV comprises of multiple business units with multiple SAP systems all under the umbrella of OMV. We have our exploration and production business, which covers Central Eastern Europe, Middle East and Africa, the North Sea and Asia Pacific. Our downstream business, which includes multiple refineries in Europe and also a, quite a large retail business. We also have Petrum, which is one of the largest companies in Romania, and this became part of the OMV group way back in 2005. And more recently, we've increased our stake in Borealis to 75% and Borealis are global leaders in the chemicals business and also the circular economy. Thanks, David. Um, let me directly jump in here. So can you tell us why did you actually decide to go for SAPS for HANA for central procurement? So what is what is OMV's digital procurement vision here? Yeah, so as a long-time SAP customer, uh, our technology landscape has evolved through expansions, acquisitions, and so on over the past 20 years. It's quite a complex mix of integrated and non-integrated systems across the group. Uh, and due to this, we decided over three years ago now to begin our S4HANA journey with the, the sole aim of simplifying and standardizing our business processes and applications. Looking to procurement specifically, we do have a centralized procurement organization that has full end-to-end -end responsibility for the complete spend. So starting from category strategy all the way to purchase order generation and purchase order output. 
Um, and therefore, we needed a system where our users could work centrally without entering each and every backend system, of which we currently have seven. So we have a mix of S4HANA and BCC systems. After working with our implementation partner and SAP directly, we concluded that the S4 Central Procurement Suite was, was a good fit for our requirements uh, and would help us to replace our SRM system, which had been in place for over 25 years at OMB. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a quite typical setup for an SRM customer with, with such a long year history. Um, so what were the main value drivers for this implementation then? Yes, good question. So our, our chief procurement officer always reminded us that, you know, OMV procurement should be a value added organization. And therefore, we tried to mirror this, this attitude into our S4HANA implementation. So I guess with that in mind, our, our major value drivers are, are success factors, whatever you may call them, were to build a robust, standardized and global S4HANA template. And this template could be deployed into each and every S4 system. We wanted to create a central one-stop shop for our procurement community to interact with all of our SAP systems by logging in to only one system. So as, as you heard previously, we have seven, but we have a central procurement organization. And we really want this team to have this one-stop shop concept where they can just log in once centrally. We also wanted to retire our legacy applications and go for standard solutions where possible. Um, and this, as you can imagine, over 20, 25 years of, uh, of growth and expansion, we've got quite a, a spaghetti-like integration scenario. Uh, and, you know, underpinning everything was to not only maintain our, our quite high procurement automation rate, but it was to increase it. Okay, and that was, that was one of our major value drivers that we always checked back on um, at every design decision. Yeah, all valid points from my point of view. Um, what also might be interesting for us is how you started the implementation. So, I mean, the renovation of a core ERP system is a big step. And um, I can imagine that change comes with some taste of end user assistance and procurement units. So two questions here. How did you start and how did you convince the people after 25 years with SRM? So let me start with the first part. Um, like any successful program of this size, we made the decision very early on that to, we should view this as a business transformation powered by SAP rather than a purely technical IT implementation. So some of the things we did at the start, we, we, we had a program level decision around the S4 roadmap and that included some key design decisions. There was also a series of business process workshops that allowed us to map what do we do currently in the organization and then map where we wanted to go. And that was really then the basis for the technical steps and the technical analysis that we did next. Once we had that in place, we started with our high level design workshops where we really started to look at the system in, in, in total. And we took a deeper look at the technology uh, and just checking in where could it further support us in that BPD business process design that we had done um, upfront. Coming to the second part, you know, we were very conscious of the change impact from an early stage, especially considering that that OMV have been using SAP and SRM for nearly 25 years. And we actually have some users who've been using those systems since day one. So that that is quite a change for our organization. 
to overcome any resistance to change, we first of all established a very strong key user network. And that key user network represented the various procurement categories that we have in OMV. These key users were and very much still are fundamental in helping the project team to develop the strategic direction of the landscape. So this key user network would validate design. They would test the solution prior to the go live. And ultimately, they were our sparring partners for any change discussions post go live. We often call them the guardians of the template. Um, we also invested a lot of time in our communication strategy. So we, we ran a series of coffee talks, maybe once every two, three weeks, where the project team would keep the entire procurement community up to date on the progress of the program. So what phase are we in? Are we in design, build, test, etc.? We would do some solution demos. So before a UAT, we would hold a coffee talk where we would demo that solution. We also listened to any concerns that the business may have had. Obviously, if you're changing something which has been there for 25 years, there is that sense of the unknown. Um, and, and this communication strategy we had in place allowed us to deal with this element of the unknown and uh, I suppose quell any, um, any kind of worries that the procurement community may have had. And they were quite successful. Uh, we, we continue them to this day. We, we still run these coffee talks um, because I think the, the community want them. And it, it's also a really good tool in our arsenal as well. Um, so in the end, the formula, it, it sounds quite simple, um, but investing in a strong key user network and having a very open communication strategy uh, an approach between the project and the business is really the key that we found to, to successful end user adoption. That um, to me sounds like a good approach. I mean, we at SAP have also something like uh, coffee talks. We call it coffee corner, where you can, yeah, also um, address your concerns to executives and and stuff like that. So that sounds sounds good and um, seems to be a valuable approach. Um, now tell us a bit about the current situation. Um, where are you right now and what is the status of the implementation today compared to um, OMB's procurement vision? Sure. So we had the first S4 HANA go live and central procurement go live on the 4th of January 2021. And that go live was, was based around our corporate headquarters here in Vienna, so all of our corporate processes. With that, we created a, a global procurement template, which I mentioned earlier, and that template included the Ariba guided buying suite, something that we called PR to GR, which is basically the purchase requisition to goods receipt template, so all of your back-end MM processes, and also the first two modules of S4 central procurement, so managing central requisitioning and managing central purchase orders. So that was the first go live in January 21. Very shortly afterwards, in, in July of the same year, so July of 21, we went live with our downstream business. Um, and here we implemented the above mentioned global procurement template uh, and also a new module of S4 central procurement called central contracting. So with this go live, we actually integrated all of our connected SAP systems, of which we had seven, still have seven actually, uh, and ultimately retired the legacy SRM system, which had been in place for 25 years. We fast forward again six months later, coming to the end of 2021, and we had another major go live, and this time it was with the upstream business at OMV. 
So here we replaced the upstream ECC system with S4, implemented the global procurement template, went live with Ariba guided buying, as well as a connection to the full S4 central procurement suite. So we're now in a phase of, of what we're calling solution optimization. We've, we've done the core of our implementations now. Um, and it's really about extracting value, uh, looking at benefits realization of what we have done. And we're focusing a lot of our efforts internally with our consulting partners and also with Peter and Frank from SAP to translate some of our ideas and some of our ambitions and wishes around central procurement into reality. Thanks, David. So um, keep us honest here. So Katarina said in the beginning, um, we should focus on from customer to customers. So uh, what were the challenges during your implementation? And then, yeah, keep us keep us informed here. Be honest. What would you do if, if you could turn back time? What would you do differently at, at OMB? Good question. Um, there's two major things I think we would, two major challenges at least. I think the first challenge is and was unavoidable. Um, we delivered all of the above mentioned projects. So three major S4HANA and central procurement implementations during COVID. Uh, and of course this was a challenge. So take an example, it was, it was the first time that any of us, including our consulting partners had conducted full day workshops remotely. So full high level design uh, via Microsoft Teams. And I think if we had if we had the chance again, we probably would have spread that design over a longer period and put more emphasis on, on design challenge and rise of challenge. And that was certainly a takeaway. In the end, the design was successful, but we did put ourselves under a lot of pressure to get that completed. So. With the benefit of hindsight, we would have spread that out over a bit more time just to cater for some of the challenges that happened with it being a remote, a remote project phase. I think our biggest challenge then in terms of the, the system was pretty much an age-old challenge in SAP transformations. I don't think we're the first company in the history of uh, SAP Go Lives to have a challenge with data migration. Um, and specifically in our case, it was it was the migration of a few thousand contracts from our legacy SRM system to the completely new S4 central contracting system. So OMV were one of the first companies in the world to go live with S4 central contracting. And of course, with that, we had the challenge of being one of the first customers in the world to do a data migration from SRM to S4. So none of us had that experience in such a migration. And I think one of the major takeaways, and if I was to give anybody advice, is really understand what your source data structure looks like. Understand what it should look like in your target system and take your time. Um, don't make assumptions around how that process will, will look like in reality do plenty of, of migration cycles, mock cycles up front, um, and really rely on your key user network and your business network to validate that data. Um, so that's definitely something we would do different. That was certainly a challenge. And looking to the future, we're gonna really examine how do we do this for future go lives um, and, and, and take it from there. So there were the two major challenges, Peter. So Peter, let's turn it around. 
I have a question for you. <laughs> so as you know, central procurement is, is a strategic investment at OMV, and it will very much continue to be so. What roadmap items are coming up in the next 12 months that could be interesting for the wider audience? Yeah, thanks, David. And um, rest assured, it's also a strategic investment for us, for SAP. So central procurement uh, plays a very important role in our uh, procurement strategy. And, and of course, so we are going to invest more and more in the upcoming quarters. So for everybody, um, you can always take a look at our SAP Roadmap Explorer, uh, which is which is available online. You can see what is planned in the upcoming quarters. And, and just to pick um, a few topics here, just to mention, um, so lately we have... Um, um, introduced the central output of purchase orders from the central hub system. And now in return, we're also focusing on um, supporting central supplier confirmation. So if you send out um, your purchase order centrally from the hub system, we also want to uh, give a way to receive uh, confirmations from the supplier side centrally, um, approve them, and then update uh, the purchase orders in the connected backend systems. So this is one of the um, new uh, features that we're going to introduce. The other one, you may know that we are integrating uh, an item hierarchy into our local procurement processes. So the same is also true for the central contract, for example. So we will also support a hierarchy of various levels with services and materials. And you can also um, distribute that central contract with a service hierarchy then to a connected S4 backend. Uh, one feature that, that many customers have already asked for, especially in the in the service provider industry. Um, then, of course, we want to introduce more collaboration into, into our tool. So, um, David, as you have explained, you're using um, the, the process PR Centrally app, so the, the central purchasers cockpit, quite a lot to, to process the incoming demands. And um, we also heard you that, that you need more support for collaboration, um, how can purchases exchange ideas, notes, um, how can you assign a PR to somebody, um, maybe have a queue handling. So this is very much in focus um, what we will also um, accomplish, uh, accomplish in the future. And maybe last but not least, looking at another persona, um, the casual user. So you said you're also integrating Ariba guided buying with center procurement. And in here, we, we had the request from several customers to also support the receiving features so that a casual user can not only create his shopping cart and guided buying, but also be able to um, confirm and, and receive his goods uh, in this one unique user interface. So these are some of the topics that we are concentrating on, I would say, in the next four quarters. Thanks, Peter, for outlining that. Um, and as we're already talking about roadmap, David, if you if, if if we had Christmas and you had one wish, what would you ask SAP for? Wow, that's a that's a, a great question. <laughs> um, look, I mean, there's there's obviously always things that customers will want. I think one of the major the major requirements or requests coming from our OMV procurement community is keeping in mind that we've now mirrored the organization into an application, which is S4 Central Procurement, and keeping in mind this one-stop shop concept where we do everything within one application, we very often get the request to have visibility on payment status on purchase order. What I mean by that is 
In S4 Central Procurement, we use the Manage Purchase Orders Centrally app. And within this application, you've got quite a nice feature, which is the document flow. And here we see original PR purchase order. You see your GR document. You see your invoice document. And our buyers often are the first, first point of contact to our suppliers. So what happens is the supplier might call up and say, hey, dear, dear buyer, can you tell us what's happening with the payment on such and such invoice? And the vision that we have is, okay, well, using this document flow, um, or even the use of a status flag, show me the payment status on that PO. So right now it's a, it's a case of we ring accounts payable, they carry out various checks in their system, and they come back and they give us that information. So the information is available, of course. Um, but our buyers would love to see that payment status uh, contained within the Managed PO Centrally app. So Father Christmas, if we, if we could have that in the future, that would be quite nice. Yeah, sounds valuable. Um, now, Peter, imagine you're a Santa. Can we fulfill this wish? Okay. Um, yeah, me being Santa. Um, yeah, that a little bit tricky one. Um, because you, you may know we also have uh, our central invoice management solution, which is basically the, the brother next to center procurement. And um, we separate this uh, quite clearly between um, the persona of the purchaser and the persona of the accountant, as, as David just mentioned. Um, so in that central invoice management solution, which is which is very similar to center procurement, it's a central system with connected backends and you have all the visibility um, on, the, on the invoicing process. So there, of course, we, we have this central status. Um, um, I can very well understand why there's also the wish and need from the from the purchaser side to also see some status on the payment. So for us, we need to align internally a bit. How is our strategy with these two solutions then? Um, where are the boundaries? Where can uh, where can they exist together? And uh, I, I hear you very well, uh, David. I cannot promise it now in this in this podcast session here, but um, yeah, we will take a closer look. Um, we will see um, how we could um, maybe in, improve that uh, document flow and uh, and give some hint here, show some status what the payment is doing. Uh, again, it's it's not so straightforward. We need to do some internal alignments, but um, yeah, thanks for the hint and uh, for the feedback. Very valuable, and we will certainly uh, take a look at it. So thanks from my side. Thanks, guys. Actually, we're already at the end of this podcast, and I appreciate this honest dialogue, and I think this helps our audience to start their journey as well. Thank you, David, for your unfiltered insights and for adding this nice Irish accent. And Peter, pleasant to have you here once more again, and thank you for connecting us to David. Um, and also, please give Emma a snack from me. Hey, everyone, uh, feel free to drop us an email via insights4 at sap.com and let us know which topics you're interested in for the next podcast episodes. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. Bye.